I'd say to the teams, here's our secret. When the whistle blows and I have to get off the court, right? Unfortunately, my time's <laughs> over. I'm retired. When I come off the court, do the same thing that we did in practice and we cannot lose. All right. I'm here with the one and only Tadeo Arnold. Tadeo, thank you so much for being here, bro. My pleasure. I'm excited to talk and uh, join you on, on your great mission, on your, on your journey. Thank you, man. Thank you. Tadeo, you played pro soccer in Brazil. You're a yeah. celebrity trainer. You, you're, you've been featured on Fox, NBC, Telemundo, Huffington Post, MSN, and more. You've worked with Jillian Michaels, and you have trained many athletes, including MLB star Yasiel Puig, actress Kerry Washington, and WWE champion Eva Torres. You're the founder and creator of Cuerpaso, a soccer-inspired workout. You're the creator of a new venture, D1 Pro Training, which we'll get into in a minute. And you also helped Ribbit High School basketball to a state championship. Your Instagram is at Cuerpaso. Uh, and uh, I have a couple websites here for you, www.cuerpaso.com and also d1protraining.com. Tadeo, once again, thanks so much for being here. Man, I'm excited to be here on this crazy journey of life that takes you. <clears throat> you know, I, uh, I never shot a basketball. I never played on a basketball team and so i got to play pro soccer around the world europe asia latin america came here and i mean i see the basketball world is like flourishing kids everywhere parks adidas nike instagram's blowing up overtime all that and um you know i have some entertainment projects that i'm working on and they they, they came to me these guys from an entertainment company they were hey look we uh we heard you're you're one of the top trainers can you play basketball and i said i probably can't make a layup <laughs> So the, they, they were laughing. They're looking at me like everybody's six, five. I'm average height, right? You know, six, five, six, eight, you know, some big dudes in basketball. And yeah, yeah. Um, I just said, you see, I said, you know what? Let me let me go and watch a game. Never been to a basketball game. So I Google a game, watch it. I'm like, I was like, oh, wow. OK, so there's one percent odds because they were ranked like 12,974 in the whole country on mm -hmm. max preps. I said, and they were like, if you can get us to top 10, you can get your contract for your TV show greenlit. So I said, okay, so I did the math right. I'm not a math major. I haven't been in business school for a decade. So I did it. I'm like, okay, 1% odds. I was like, should I do it? Signed, signed. First year, we broke like top 50. The second year, top 10, number six in the whole country. I talking about, look, you know how like you see LeBron James shoes, uh, Dwayne Wade's shoes, all these shoes. I played against every single NBA player. I grew up seeing their kids. So like we were on the same court. It was just like crazy. That's so cool, man. That dude, I'm I'm proud of you, man. I, and I want to get more into your story here, but I kind of wanted to start right away with uh with this question here, man. What is what does living an inspired life mean to you, bro? <clears throat> so that that's what it's all about is is being inspired and also inspire others. So so every day. I wake up with a positive attitude and demeanor like, hey, look, we're going to put a smile on our face. We're going to control the things that we can control. I'm not, no disrespect to Asia, Africa, other continents. My world is right here. What I can see, I'm going to make sure everybody around me is smiling, happy, and reaching their goals, right? So micro change. So every day I'm like, if I'm positive, I'm inspired, I'm excited, I can literally affect my whole community. So I don't brush my hair, wake up, brush my teeth, throw on a shirt. And then I'm just out there like, yo, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Because my thing is like, I'm all against the odds. Like I like when I hear odds, like there's 2% chance to play D1 sports, 1% chance to be a state champ. I'm like, that's what 
fuels me because I'm inspiring people. Like, look, I beat those odds a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Like, I got my whole family. We all went to Ivy League schools. Like, I can beat the odds with academics. I can beat the odds with sports and definitely with positivity. Like, that's that's who we are. That's how we vibed because we share the same uh, the same home on the beach. You know, that's how right. our offices happen to be a beach. You know, a public space. Right. So. I just like how, how you bring the good vibes, I bring them. And while we touch different kids' lives, it's all the same because they'll end up being friends and neighbors in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I love that, man. And and just uh, just so people know uh, how we got connected, man, like we're neighbors on the beach, like you said. You know, I run West Coast Beach Volleyball Club and you run your Corpaso training right there. Uh-huh. And, you know, you've also trained some of our kids um, through your, your beach so soccer fun. workouts. Yeah, mm-hmm. but... You know, one of the main things, one of the main reasons why I was drawn to you, like you just mentioned, is this this positive attitude that you just protrude, you exude it, man, like mm-hmm. effortlessly. And I, I kind of want to talk to you about that because yeah. it just seems so easy for you just to yeah. always be like that, you know, and, and it is for me too, but I, I love connecting with others who just have that, like that positive just radiation like you're just radiating these positive vibes and energy so could you just talk a little bit about where that comes from and like how you sustain that that attitude absolutely so like i'm from latin america but i lived in europe asia here right so i grew up in situations where we play musical beds like we never had our own room you had a curtain as your door right the running water you might get three times a week, so you fill a dumpster, trash can with it, you know, you bathe with a a bowl over your head. So I was like, but I realized everybody around me is a good human being in my in my home. And we're all just like pushing, why not be happy? While we battle to get more? Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's a choice. And I realized as a kid, that switch hit. And I said, you know what, I was like, I'm gonna always be happy with the little I have. And there's no limit to what I'm going to get. And so every day, like like colds are contagious, I'm contagious positivity. I'm like, yeah. I want to inspire people like, yo, no matter, I don't care if you were born rich or born poor, life is a struggle for us all. Put a smile on your face, take care of your health and treat other people well and chase your dreams. You know what I mean? So I um, I learned that as a kid and, 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 and I had these lofty goals and people were like, oh, he's crazy because, you know, I speak several languages. And um, I'd wake up sometimes speaking the wrong language because I'm like, I'm in all these places. And I'm like, no, no, I speak the language. Give me, give me a sec to like center and figure where I'm at. But I said, I'm never going to be a Debbie Downer. I'm never going to be negative on your dream or mine. So let's all like uplift each other. We're not in competition. So when I went to Asia, when I was recruited to Asia from Europe, it literally when I was in the government offices doing my visas, like yes is no and no is yes. So I've been in places where the whole world's different, right? Literally. But the one thing that translates is positivity and good vibes. Like people can sense it. I couldn't speak a word of their right. language, but they saw that the radiant smile. They're like, that dude's sincere. Like, come on in the country, right. you know, get him on the pitch. Right, trust, right, right. trust me. So I think what you do with your kids and what I'm doing is like, we're teaching kids, just leave the negativity, work together, teamwork, and then everybody wins in their own right. Yeah, man. And you mentioned you, uh, I love that, by the way, you mentioned you speak five languages. Can you just mention which languages and and how you learned all those? Sure. Um, So um, when I was a kid, I was in in, in Europe, in Western Europe. So I learned uh, French and German. I later went back to Germany when I was in my pro playing days and lived in uh, Frankfurt. And um, so that's French and German. Uh, I learned English as well. 
because that's a universal language, right? And, and that transcends everything. And I, w I came here for college and then I'm, I'm Brazilian, so I speak Portuguese. And out of respect for the rest of 50% of LA is Spanish. Right, Obviously, right. I speak Spanish and I, I also trained in, in the Caribbean. Uh, so I was like, let me just open my mind to positivity and to languages because then I could connect with somebody. You know what I mean? Like we could really vibe if I know what they're trying to express. Right. So I said, let me just open my mind and learn it and not just think like, oh, well, learn my language. You know, so like, like I'll learn yours, you learn mine and we we rock. I love that, man. I love that. That really fits with the theme of of my project, my podcast here and, and the my forthcoming book that I'm working on, which is all oh. about like the tools for inspired living. Mm -hmm. But really building on that, it's about how we relate to each other, right? Like yes. mm -hmm. I, my goal is to allow your story to relate to anyone listening to it. They might not be a pro soccer player or a trainer, but they mm -hmm. could maybe take a piece of what you're talking about and relate that into your into their lives, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I think that's I think that's the key to everything, man. Like this Agree. this like how can I relate to you? How can you relate to me? Mm -hmm. Right? Like even in the pre-podcast show we were talking about like let's rise together, man. Like let's yes. i want to win you win like no matter what we're doing let's help each other win right yeah and and and, and one thing you said like and i so for the people who don't know is that you live this because you had an opportunity with power crunch and i'll relate it to my journey in a second <clears throat> to do an activity and you were like hey look we're gonna rock volleyball we're, we're top to flight in that let's introduce and bring in our neighbor cuerpo so we did a group thing so the kids Got inspired by Cuerpaso, got inspired by West Coast, West Coast Volleyball, got inspired by Power Crunch. And you literally live that <clears throat> sharing. Now, funny, let me fast forward to um, two years later, I was playing against LeBron James, right? So I had to get there four hours early, like he had seven cars, like, you know, and security checks. So I was playing against Sierra Canyon, Rebay Academy. And, and so I get there, right? And I'm all pumped, like, I'm like, you know, this is our chance to take on the biggest athlete, the second biggest athlete in the world. And I come out of the locker room like hyped, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm flexing, inspiring the kids, right? And and like people, some people don't know I don't play on the team actually. They they think when I shave that I'm still in school, right? So obviously, but I'm not tall. But so I get out there and when I come out of the locker room, they had Power Crunch bars because Power Crunch sponsored the tournament. Let's in go. Which we right? In which we played against LeBron James and his son. Wow. So it's crazy how like full circle right. and as i was eating a power crunch bar right now i let my players eat them i was like yo i was thinking about you like man these cats are legit <laughs> yeah man oh that's a great story thanks for sharing that man yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, that that was a that, we should do that again, by the way. And huge shout yes. out to Power Crunch. Uh, they they sponsored this event that we brought out some inner city kids. We taught them beach volleyball. You taught them beach soccer. And we had this really cool, uh, mm -hmm. like just event that Power Crunch supported. Yes. And and um, that's a that's a great full circle story with with LeBron. And and excuse me, I said Rib, it's Rebe Academy, correct? Oh, that's all good. Yeah, that's yeah. all good. Yeah, because it's, yeah, yeah. it's one of those weird names that, that so <clears throat> I'm just like, that's so cool, man. I appreciate it. I'm so happy that like good vibes are forever. And we just want to inspire kids like whatever. <clears throat> we know the odds, right? It's 1% odds to play D1 sports. Then 1% of them go on to play pro, right? But that doesn't matter. What we're giving the kids is, is the ability to relate, build lasting community, friendships, happiness. Because I'll tell you with the shutdown, right? While I lost some money, I lost over $20,000, you know, with the shutdown. Right. <clears throat> that 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 comes and goes right money comes and goes 
I've seen so many kids isolated and depressed and it makes me sad in my heart. So we're building communities because kids need community they and do. they're the ones suffering the most. Right. So um, that's what, what we're doing in, in bringing people together, our folks together, our small groups together is allowing them to, to express themselves and, and have a reason to live, have, have that good vibe. Cause when you're sitting home alone, you, you kind of go a little crazy, especially as a kid who can't handle that, you know, totally it's been, it's been tough. Totally. And it's funny that we're in the Zoom right now doing this, but like so many kids are just stuck in Zoom world. Right. And they're just uh -huh. kind of like in that. But I actually wanted to build on that and just to well, let's come back to basketball in a second. But I actually wanted to talk to you about someone out there. If, if anyone out there listening to this who might not be inspired. Right. Or, or like you said, depressed or like bummed out or defeated or any of those emotions. You know, since this project is about tools, you know, what tools can you offer that person, whether they're a kid, a coach, a parent, whatever they're going through, you know, offer them something that they can use as a tool to get that inspiration back. Absolutely. So here's what we have to do when we're not feeling our best. We have to take charge of it. Right. We can't depend on our mother, our father, our siblings. Take charge. Here's what you do. You wake up, you look at yourself in the mirror like I know it's tough. Don't lie. I know it's tough. Here's where I'm at. Here's where I want to be. So you three goals. Like I want to go to college. I want to be a pro athlete. I, I want to be in the best shape, right? Whatever that goals may be. Outline three goals you can say in 10 seconds. Wake up, right? Smile, accept where you're at, and then go, go outside and get in a nice run, get a nice workout outdoors. Get the body moving, the endorphins. You're trapped in front of a Zoom call. This isn't life. We, <laughs> right. You and I spend our life on a beach. Like we're yes, literally billionaires. We do. We're billionaires. And so <clears throat> I encourage kids, if you're not feeling good, set three goals. Look at yourself in the mirror. Say, I'm here. I want to go here. I will get here. Go out and get a run. Start moving those endorphins. Feeling good. Get a little sweat in. And then also find a good community. Join a team. Right. You don't have to be the superstar. Just be part of a team. So for instance, for Rebay, right, <clears throat> it's basketball is a different world. And so most of us were like Afro-Latino, Afro-Latino, Latin and black. And we had a European player and we had an Asian player, right? And what the basketball team, when I taught these kids was that <clears throat> we all have different strengths. Let's align and work together. And in doing so, for instance, one of the bench warmers, okay, we're playing in the tournament, LeBron James, uh, that, that tournament, we suffered a defeat because of social media. Because when LeBron James was there and the cameras were there, Ray froze, got nervous. You get it, right? So we suffered a defeat. I was a little bummed because that was my chance to make 500 grand had I won the game. But world goes on, right? Because I was going to go to a college, to top wow. colleges. But <clears throat> we lost the game. The next morning, we wake up. We're, we're behind on a game against a top athlete who's going to UCLA or USC, okay? Great player. I I say to the I say to the guy to my left, he came from another country, Hispanic guy. Do what I trained you with Cortopasso. You're gonna shut him down. We're not gonna lose again. He goes in the game, <clears throat> shuts this guy go, going to a D1 college down. We win the game. We come in second place in the tournament. Okay. Second place. We didn't beat LeBron. Second place. And it all was because we treated each other as equals. And while he's not a starter, we didn't say, oh, you're a loser. Don't be part of the team. We all embraced one another as brothers. And when we needed him, he rose to the occasion. And then we all won. And we have our big trophy. It's not like this big, but it's like this big, you know. <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to teach kids. It's like never shun somebody. So anybody, if you're only like my height or if you're super tall, join a team, soccer, volleyball, 
basketball, just to have friendships. People aren't going to judge you. They just want to be friends, you know? I love that. I love that. Well, hey, it's a good opportunity to talk about that that state uh, championship run Mm -hmm. that you guys made. Like, just talk a little bit about that experience and like maybe one or two things that you learned during that time. So basketball is is, is a nonstop sport. You don't have many recovery days. And it being the number one sport for high school boys, for for young men, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how competitive it was, right? Like we had game upon game upon game. And if we lose one game, that's it. Our, our whole run ends because my goal was to get everybody to division one offers for scholarships. So the pressure was literally on me. Like their future is contingent upon us winning. Like, cause the coaches for college only go to these games. So I'm like, we got to win. We got to win. And we win one game. Then we got to win another game. And the more we win, the harder the games get. So it's, it's a lot of pressure. So I said to the kids, I said, Hey, look, we get to this final state championship. All the college coaches are there. Scholarships were $250,000. I'm gonna get y'all the scholarship. <clears throat> Here's what we have to do. When we're playing these good teams, I would assess, you know, I'd do my homework, check them out on video, go look at them. I'd say to the teams, here's our secret. When the whistle blows and I have to get off the court, right? Unfortunately, my times <laughs> are over, I'm retired. When I come off the court, do the same thing that we did in practice and we cannot lose. And that's what happened. We literally, I said, don't try and do a backflip. Don't try and show off. Do what we've done over the two years. Draw from that. Do the same thing, and we'll win as a team. And every day, somebody else will be the star. And, you know, got to uh, play in an NBA stadium. And the NBA locker rooms are so cool. The bathrooms, <laughs> it reminded me of my playing days, right? Mm-hmm. But they have these separate ba- uh, bathrooms, locker rooms. They got food in front. The tea, the jumbotron, like it's a really special feeling. We had to go through security, like wands, you know what I mean? Like like airport, TSA type. Yeah. And by doing that mentality, it was a mental re- I'm not gonna lie, we weren't the tallest team. We weren't the fastest team, but we had the best mindset and teamwork. And mm. that that's how we became our D1 state champions. Yeah. I love that, man. Congratulations by that. Thank that's you. huge. Yeah. Thank you. It was, it was, it was, it was a crowning moment because <clears throat> It, sh- it proved that like, I'm not, there's no hype between me. Cause I've heard people say like, oh, he just is a hype machine, but I've done it in every spec, baseball, MLB, uh, basketball, soccer. So volleyball, that's your world. So I respect it, you know, but it just, it, it, and it was also important to me that I was able to get in my career. I've gotten over $3 million. I don't have a million dollars yet. We're working on it. I've gotten $3 million, $3 million worth of scholarships for my students, 3 million dollars so i i I tabulate where they go to school so i'm so proud of them yeah and you know i had people help me when i was a kid and so i just want to pay it forward till 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 the end of time you know yeah right paying it forward i mean let's stay on that for a second man and because i i want actually want to talk to you about mindset as a trainer right Mm -hmm. and and that idea of paying it forward you know like us as coaches and leaders you know we we want to pay our blessings forward yes talk talk to me a little bit about mindset as a trainer you know, what is your mindset as a trainer? You know, so yeah, so my mindset as a trainer is um, I started lifting weights in a basement, right? Uh, my mother actually used to bench more than me. So my mom taught me how to lift weights. So my mother, when I was a teenager, benched more than I did, right? Mm-hmm. So started in a, in a crap gym with government assistance. You know, she helped me get in there. <clears throat> then I went to Equinox. So uh, on Rodale, off of Rodale Drive, and then they transferred me to Fifth Ave. So I'm in this posh, fancy David Beckham, all the, you know, but my mindset, why I was able to ascend, because there's a lot of like everybody in there, 
looks like a supermodel. Everybody's successful. <laughs> right. There was another guy from UCLA who was there, a guy from University of Michigan. So we all went to have these like pedigrees. But my mindset is this, what do you want? Not your husband, not your wife, not society. As a trainer, I want to find out, delve into you. What do you want? And then I find that out. I say, we're going to get it there. But here's what we have to do. I have this fancy, you know, kinesiology paperwork. But what I want to do is you have to agree to go on this journey of happiness with me. Because mm. we're going to start with the, the muscle. The mind is the biggest muscle. That's what I'm working on. The, like, that's why people don't understand how I had so much success at Equinox. Because I'm not the biggest dude. I can't bench press the most. But my clients would come out so happy, elated, looking like, like redone naturally. Because I inspired them and we got into their minds. We developed mm. this. Then we do the bench press. But if you don't have this, this is hollow. So that's my mindset is like, what do you want? And let's make it fun and enjoyable on the way. Bro, I love that. I love Thank that. You. Like happiness is the key. Like even with the state championship or the millions or whatever it may, mm -hmm. may be that you're looking for or the six pack, you know, which yeah. I need your help <laughs> with, by the way. Yeah, I got you. Know? you yeah. um, <laughs> but the happiness is the key, right? Yes. Like some of my business mentors, we they like they just talk about that, like get mm -hmm. happy. Right. It's even yes. a spiritual concept, too, you know, and, mm -hmm. and like I'm a spiritual person and my spiritual practice is about happiness and about the moments about right yes. now, mm -hmm. you know, and while we're visioning or envisioning the future, you know, it's about, man, like I'm so happy and grateful for this moment right here, right now. That, and, and that's that's why your kids are so lucky to have you as a coach, because not only do you and your partner know about college and pro volleyball, but you I don't this is something that people don't understand. So I went to school. And we're not going to go polit political at all. I don't have political. My sisters went to school with Obama. I went to school with Trump, right? So we're not talking politics, right? They went to Columbia. I went to Wharton. I went to UPenn. And here's the thing. I went to school with people who literally had billions of dollars. And when we were in the locker room, right, uh, like the training, when we came to school early, athletes go to school early for Ivy Leagues, you know, we're, yep. we're, we're, we're um, <clears throat> they're working out. I realized that happiness is the only commodity that really matters. Like I'd see people with millions, not even joking. I won't say their last names, right? Out of, out of respect, depressed. And we were right. like, I went to college at 17 and I didn't even know what depression meant. To be honest with you, I was very poor, but I didn't know that concept. Right. And so what we have to do is understand what you're offering your kids with West Coast. What I'm offering with Quit Boston D1 Pro Training is happiness, like understanding right. that it exists. It's tangible, you know, it's tangible. Right. And it supersedes money and your last name and your college degree and, and, and whatever fancy car you may drive. So that's what we are instilling in kids. And it's lost now because on social media, the instant gratification, they're like, I want, I want. Don't want, be happy with what you got. You know what I mean? Want what you have. And so that's what we have as coaches it's so important that we delineate. And that's what I see you doing with the, with, the, with the young woman you train. What I'm trying to do with the young man I train is really getting their heads. Say, let's, let's paramount, happiness is paramount. And the rest, whether we get the big contract or not, that's secondary. Right. Right. Yeah, man, that's so knowledge, like so much knowledge right there, man. Like, and okay, so let's go back to the tools for a second. So like, yes. mm -hmm. what if someone's really struggling finding that happiness, right? What if someone's yeah. struggling with their self image? I mm -hmm. see that a lot, you know, like you mentioned Instagram, like <clears throat> it keeps coming up, like the social media, you know, mm -hmm. like it is a driving force right now in all of us, right? So like mm -hmm. when someone's, yeah, yeah, you, you seem, go ahead, jump in, go. <clears throat> okay, I'm gonna jump in because you just trigger someone. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used to work at Twitter, right? It's down the street from where we're at, okay? okay. They used to come to the beach. 
social media. Here's what you should have. I, I, I'm sorry I didn't say this to the kids out there, yeah. to the parents. My brother, my sister's verified on Instagram, 100,000 plus followers, right? Mm -hmm. My other sister's the same amount. Please, 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 kids, put down your phone. Instagram, social media, not to call, let me just say social media, not to, to, to stick out Instagram. Social media has caused so much depression with kids. I've never seen, I swear to you, I've seen poverty. I've seen crazy things around the world. So kids, please put down the phone and understand that it's, it's, it's an algorithm. It's not organic. Right. And, and, and the people with millions, my clients have 65 million followers. Okay. We have a documented. It's not organic. They're, they're ex pro athletes. They're inner TV people. Just put down your cell phone, go live life, have a conversation because people get caught up scrolling. That leads to the most depression ever. So if they could just do that right there, their happiness will be, will blossom. Man, I feel you. I kind of want to challenge you on that a little bit okay. because I Please don't know do. if it's, I just don't know if it's possible. Like, mm. like, I mean, it might be possible. Like for when they come out to practice on the beach, like, yeah, yeah. we, I, I have a little game with them. Just like, Hey, did you, did you get your screen time down this week? You know, it's just okay. kind of like a uh -huh. funny little challenge, but mm -hmm. man, at water breaks, bro, they're just in it, you know? And it's like, um, I just think it's such a major driving factor of yeah. force of society right now that I think I, I would say, hmm. you know, just limit your time on there, but also, okay. yeah. but I would, I was going to say also mm -hmm. like, just, just gain inspiration. Like, like, like if, like, if uh, I follow you, I'm like, oh man, yeah. look what Tadeo's doing. Yeah. That's cool. Let me, let me relate it back to me. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that, I think the idea is to not get stuck in it and be like, oh my God, that person's perfect. This person's perfect. You know, that's yeah, where the depression yeah. comes in. Cause they're like, uh -huh. then you start comparing yourself and that's when kids, kids or adults get in trouble, you know? And you, you, you have a good point. So it's about limitations, right? I have to use it for work. Like it's yeah, not me too. an option. Yeah. I have to, right. I get clients off of it. My, my, my family members got big deals. Like it's a very good tool. It's in, inanimate. So it can't be good or bad, right? It doesn't right, right, live, right, right. but like you said, you have to be very discerning in who you follow. Right. Secondly, the time away from it is the best time in life. So what I would do at Rebay is I would have to get in their faces. Like I'd be in their face, like I'm nice, but I'm aggressive. Like, yo, put down your phone. Like we're starting in two minutes. Like we're all going to run if it's, if you don't put that down. Right. So I would have them put down their phones. Like one person would say, I had a big speaker, so play music. And one person would set the music and then the phones go down because if not, it's overwhelming. So mm -hmm. like you said, it's, it's about finding that balance but people are consumed. So we have to learn discipline. It's like eating a cheeseburger every hour. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I eat a hamburger every day, but I don't eat like two. I eat like a little bit, you know? Uh -huh, so uh -huh. I love what you're doing in terms of getting them away when they're at the beach. So we just need to increase that. So even if we can get like two or three hours a day when it's not the central focus, then they'll be so much more liberated. And then, like you said, that was a good point. Follow the right people right. who aren't pushing the perfect life. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Man, let's uh let's shift a little bit. And I, I actually wanted to go back to this whole pandemic um, because yeah. you mentioned that you, you know, you had a, some losses financially. But yeah. I want to know what you gained, because I, I, I'll oh. tell you what I've gained. I, uh, I, let me hear it. What I've realized is that, you know, people like us who offer outdoor exercise. That value went up right <laughs> like straight up like it, it, the value of yeah. being outside and 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 like you said exercising or like being in a community or or just working on yourself outdoors mm -hmm. 
like that's huge and that's i would i would even use the word of uh imperative yes it's, it's essential essential compulsory yes. whatever yes. the word is mm -hmm. like you got to uh -huh. do it right so for me the learning was like man like we offer a amazing beautiful service you mm -hmm. know um and and the value of that service went up right more and more people are like mm -hmm. hey can i can i get in you know because it's yeah. it, it be, not just because it's fun because like you said it's essential yep um so i really learned that and i also learned hmm. that it was a i actually started this podcast during the pandemic right mm -hmm. so it was a really Sweet. good yeah it was a really good time to check in with my dreams mm -hmm. you know and I, I have another section on that with um i'd like to i'd like to get into learning how to like vision and envision and, and create dreams and follow them. But let's talk about that in a second, because I want to get yeah. your feedback on what you learned. So okay. like, those are my two things, like mm -hmm. really understanding the value of what we do and how that value increases. And also mm -hmm. knowing that you could use this time or any time to really mm -hmm. get focused on what your message is all about. Yeah. So here's what the pandemic pandemic proved is like you either sink or you swim. It, it literally, it put us in like, it put America in like what I experienced most of my life in in Latin America and Asia, right? You're, you're thriving or you're, you're starving, you know? So in this time, I said, let me pivot, right? What can I do? So like, first and foremost, I'm going to keep staying positive and in shape. So I didn't miss one day of being outside at the park. Nice. The cops would see me. We'd salute each other. I respect them. They respect me. The world goes on. So I, I kept aligned with that, but then I said, let me pivot. So mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to keep my in-person activities, but I got together with my sisters. I said, I want to offer, since I can't be in the gym around literally every weekend, I'd be at a different tournament, hundreds of kids. I'd be in a different state every other week. So I said, let me figure out how I can reach out to the kids who can't get on a plane and be here, who don't live in the best place in the USA, uh, Santa Monica area, right? West side. So I put together D1 pro training. So I said, okay, these kids are stuck at home watching Zoom for school, there's no gyms, there's no sporting activities. They probably don't own equipment, right? Let me put together a program so that they can still thrive and excel, get their endorsements running. So that's where the idea and the inspiration for D1 Pro Training came. It would have never happened without the shutdown because I was always like, fly out to come see me or let's train at a gym. So I completely pivoted, took mm -hmm. advantage of this time, wrote out the workouts, rented a studio downtown. My sisters produced it. So it was like a family, you know, collab, called all my players from Rebay, called players from other schools that I train, like, hey, let, let, let's, let's link up who I still, you know, work with at the beach. Let's link up and let's put together this program. So it taught me resilience and also how to pivot like Ali, mm -hmm. you know, like you got on the ropes. I was on the ropes because like I, I couldn't make money right at the, at the the basketball world closed so totally played off the ropes and came out swinging got the online program and one thing i do to piggyback on what you said is that for the first time ever i feel like people value on the whole thing what we do right like because before this people like oh health those are just like washed up yeah, athletes yeah. or like you know what i mean what, what yep. like and now we learn even with the pandemic that the number one thing you can do is be healthy bro right it's the underlying foundation of everything and i'll, I'll just i i have this right here i don't know if you can see it but it's a pyramid that i've i've created but that that that, that is number it's it's over here it's like i have love as the cornerstone but health yes. is right here amazing you know? and, and i'm going to share this and publish this soon but that's that's my are you familiar with the pyramid of success by john wooden 
Uh, I actually am from the UCLA coach, UCLA. best college so, coach ever. Yeah, I actually yeah. am. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, so basically, I kind of was inspired to create my own pyramid, pyramid of inspired living, um, mm -hmm. which is inspired from his. But that that's a whole nother thing. But but I wanted to just agree with you, right? That, yes. that health is the number one. You can't do anything else without your health, man. You have mm -hmm. to have it. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, I completely agree with you on that. Um, yeah. And yeah, dude, like, man, like, here's another thing I wanted to talk about. And 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 I want to allow you to go further deeper into the D1 training program, because I, mm -hmm. I actually want to to hear about that D1 pro training. Yes. Um, maybe you could tie it into this, this mm -hmm. segment here. Dreams. Okay. Dreaming. Visioning. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and you could talk about being an entrepreneur. We're both entrepreneurs, you know, yes. we, we and and you you and I have actually had some really awesome, beautiful conversations on the phone, you know, and talking mm -hmm. about how we want to yep. like go worldwide and like yes. clinics all over the world and uh -huh. stuff. And 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 we're I think we're going to we are that going time to. will come that time will it come. Will. It we will. will. And mm -hmm. and shout out Power Crunch if you're listening, you know, yes. help <laughs> us out. <laughs> Seriously, let's do it. Yeah. Um, but but I want to kind of pick your brain about how that works for you mm -hmm. for me dreaming is so key you know it, you, you have to be able to dream you have to follow your dreams yes you have mm -hmm. to pivot a little bit but the dreaming man like like it, to yeah. me it, it's it's going back to that word essential imperative yes. like we are here to create right we are here That's to it. to uh mm -hmm. follow our unique message and yes share it with others and yes help others but we are here to create you mm -hmm. know and so talk about that mindset and mm -hmm. and tie it back to how you created or you envisioned first d1 yeah. pro training you could even talk about corpasso too go, go yeah for it. so here's the thing is that it ain't living unless you're going for your dream you know what yeah, i mean like right. the only the only way you live in it is if you're going for your dream right right i always tell people go back to like when you're three to five to seven reflect on that time whatever you want to do then try and try and make that into a business now right mm -hmm. there's always a way <clears throat> so for me i said you know what i i had a lot of great opportunities with coaches and trainers i would but i didn't have the whole packet you know the world was a little different then right so i said what can i do to ensure that every kid out there right that I can't reach in person, that's in Michigan, that's in Ohio, that's in Alabama, Louisiana, wherever it's down south. How can I give them this opportunity to see the world like I did, to flourish, to blossom, to make these lifetime friendships with people from different countries, continents, languages, and also live a healthy, inspired style of, of life, right? So D1 Pro Training, I was like, okay, I, I'm training at these elite private schools. I'm around all the NBA players, kids, all the wealthy, wealthy people in Beverly Hills know me. They train with me, their kids train with me. <clears throat> and that's great. It's a good living, but I want to offer that to the masses, to more. How can I inspire a whole generation, the generation under, under us, to understand it's not about being a pro athlete. If you don't go D1, so what? The world, right. the world still spins. But these tools will ensure your success in other endeavors. So I said, boom. D1 Pro Training. I can leverage all the TV shows. I did like 20 TV shows. Uh, I trained the top athlete in many sports, top TV people, top. I have the, I trained ASAP Ferg, one of the top rappers that all the kids listen to, right? He was at the yeah. beach with us. So cool. leverage all of that, <clears throat> put in a package, any kid anywhere in the US, and this is my joke, is for less than a pair of LeBron James's that won't help you dunk. You can get a program 
the training, the mindset and the physical and the nutritional components so that you have all the abilities that the wealthy and the upper echelon have to give your kids a shot to play D1 or D2 or being a high school star. So I want to empower people all around the country or in the world to give their kids the best shot and guaranteed is if they don't go D1, if they don't go pro, they'll make friendships that forever enhance their life and they'll be happier individuals, which is more important as we go back to the happiness factor than even the, the sports. So that's why I created it to, to just change people's mindset. I'm I, I, all, all respect to the military, but I'm not going to yell at you, right? I get it. It's needed there. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm going I'm to inspire you. Mm -hmm. So yeah. That's what when the kids watch the program and you see di organic diversity, <clears throat> right? They'll feel transported like, man, I could do this. I could enhance my life. This is my escape time. This is the time for me alone. So I want them to all have, if they're lower middle class, middle class, rich, whatever, gamut, poor, to feel what it's like to be at the upper echelon, to be where somebody's there for you, about you, hoping that you succeed because I'm not competing with them. Like I, I hope, I tell my athletes, I hope that all y'all make so much more, more sports accolades, money, happiness, whatever it may be than me. Like I had my chance and I wrote it right. to, to the wheels fell off, right? right? It was amazing. I want you to be even better. Sadly, right? And I don't see this from you, but I will, let me throw this in there. Sadly, and sure. conversely, so D1 Pro trains about inspiring kids to, to reach these goals. I've seen a lot of coaches in my, like I, I played in NCAA tournaments, I've seen a lot of coaches actually not being there for the kids and it blew my mind. I didn't know that existed. Right. Cause I was fortunate enough, you're fortunate enough to be a great coach, but there's some coaches who only do things for their or their child's well being. Yeah. And I, it blew my mind. So that's something about the underbelly of sports that I wanna tell people listening is make sure you have a great coach who's positive and there for the right reasons mm. so that your kid has a chance at be reaching whatever their dream may be. So that's something I really wanted to throw in there. Man, that's so well said. Um, can you just expand on D1 uh, Pro Training? How, how does it work? Is it an yeah. app? Uh, what's the community? Just kind of just talk about it for a sec. Absolutely. So D1 Pro Training is, a, is an app in a community. So, so you log in. So it's 50 bucks a month, right? You log in every day. You get a different workout that'll enhance speed, agility, quickness. Cool. Okay. Then you have the nutritional videos because nutrition is a component, right? And a lot of kids don't realize that all these NBA players have chefs like I don't think they mm -hmm. get it. So right. nutrition matters. So you're getting your sports agility, quickness, you are your nutritional, and then you're also getting a sports specific bonus per week. So soccer football baseball basketball whatever it would be there's bonus videos that are more specific to you a couple minutes just a movement pattern so the neurological so you can get it in your mind so monday to friday i call it your vacation to your dreams right it's the kids vacation towards their dreams love that F five days a week it's a community so anytime a person has a question I'm like, I can tell you the kinesiology, I can tell you the emotional, I can tell you the why. Because when I was at Equinox, they would always ask me, why are you doing that workout? So there's there's logic behind it, but also it's a community, like anybody who's involved, I want to make sure that they get to their goals. If it's 1% possible, we'll hit it. So that community, so it's on a website. So you go to d1protraining.com, you see the videos there, you can see it on your cell phone, it's well optimized for cell phone. Because a lot of kids like to put their cell phone on the wall and do it. 
but this this world right here is the what I think is distinguishing factor between a college athlete and a high school athlete is the work ethic and how your body and physique and mind is taken care of. Because mm. college coaches, they want to teach you how to run the play their way, right? <clears throat> they want to teach you to run their style. Sure. But they don't want they don't want to tell you how to get in shape. That's literally not their job, and they won't. There's a there's a strength coach for that. So they already see, oh, they they, they have a mind that's open to learning. Their body's in good shape. I'm going to teach them how to run that route or how to catch the ball whatever, or, or whatever drill it may be. So I'm preparing them. I'm, I'm putting together this canvas so they're college ready because people don't understand the difference. The coaches don't want to hear your opinion. Right. <laughs> you know, in right. college, it's business. You're literally a business. So that's what it's about. It's like, and it's, it's a lot of fun. You see fit, fun, inspired people, their peers. You see me, their peers, and we just rocking out. It's just like a good escape, good vibes, and, and, and everybody gets better every week. I love it, man. I love it. You know, I was uh, while you were, you know, explaining that, I was thinking back to my transition from high school to college. It was tough. <laughs> you know, I went I, 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 I went to Santa Monica High School and then I went to UCLA. Yeah. And sweet. Yeah. And like that transition, I, I remember being so excited about it. And I was like, so like I worked hard for it, <laughs> but I didn't have a guide like that. You know, I didn't, you know, my, and my dad was like, you know, and shout out Howard Wexler, love you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my dad was like super supportive. He, you know, he signed yeah. me up for different um, programs. Do you remember mm -hmm. Vert? Vert, you remember that? Um, there was a place called Vert. It was like, uh, uh, like plyometrics. Plyo oh, plyometric nice. Training. Okay. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it was, it was resistance training, but like on a machine. So you could like, it'll tell you your force output. Oh, Vertimax type um, of thing. Yeah. Not the Vertimax, but yeah, it's a place called Vert. So anyway, oh, like, interesting. I, okay. I, I did all that stuff, but mm -hmm. to have a guide, to have a system to follow, um, that just sounds, it sounds like it would have been a lot easier for me to make that transition because when I got to UCLA, mm -hmm. I was like, oh man, like, I don't really know how to do a clean, you yeah. know, uh -huh. I don't know how to do a power clean. I got to learn this stuff. Yeah. You know? And so, um, you know, and, and even like understanding periodization, right? Like, yeah. okay, I got to do, I got to do balance work. Then I got to do, um, you know, uh -huh. uh, like strength. I got to do, uh, then I got to reach up to hypertrophy and then I got to yeah. do plyometrics. Like I didn't really understand that, mm -hmm. you know? And so I think for kids who are on the track to go to college, they should start to understand yes. all these different components mm -hmm. that you're trying to teach them. You know, it's not just about inspiring them. It's about educating them. It's like, okay, this is injury prevention. This is, mm -hmm. you need to be, you need to have, get your flexibility work in. You need to get your balance work in. You know, you need, you know, all you, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all those things, right? Yeah. And, and it's, that was very, very, very great what your father allowed. <clears throat> but the transition, like you said, from a lot of people who should be in college from a high school level, like I see meet Syrian athletes that don't make it to college. <clears throat> they just don't have, they don't have somebody to explain to them that transition. I've seen some stellar athletes not make it to school. Right, right. It's and it's heartbreaking. So, like in the programming, like you said, there's a science. Kinesiology is a science. People just think we're just working out. Like we know what we're doing: injury prevention, how to how to get the gains, how to uh, chart chart everything. But also, just equally as important, is that the kids have to know that this is a big jump. It's a different universe. It's a different strategy. It is. Yeah. This it's a, it's like a different planet. Right. High school to college. So I'm trying to trying to get their mindset ready to, to know that jump because mm -hmm. nobody wants to hear that you were a star last year. Right, like, right, right. I just told you to do this now. Can you perform or not? Right. So that's where they, th their minds aren't ready a lot of the time. 
That's really great, man. Uh, I want to um, transition a little bit, and I want mm-hmm. you to talk to, I want you to talk to coaches and trainers out there because we, we had just mm-hmm. talked a little bit of um, you. You had mentioned coaches a lot. There's a couple of coaches out there. There's actually quite a few coaches who are just in it for themselves, yeah. and that's not the right place to be. It, by mm-hmm. by definition, coaches are here for others. Like we yes. are here, we are we are called to help others, right? Mm-hmm. So. I would like you to speak to coaches who are maybe getting caught up in their own ego. Mm-hmm. I've been there before. I coached varsity at Crossroads for for seven yeah, years. I remember. You know? you. See, yeah, uh-huh. um, and I, you know, it, it can happen. It can happen because you, you know, it's like this is my program. This is my philosophy. This is it's all me, me. This is mm-hmm. my stuff, my staff, right? Mm-hmm. You, it's easy to get caught up in that. Can you talk and and trainers too? Same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, could you talk to the coaches and trainers out there who might? be going through some of that ego stuff yeah you know yeah yeah so it's like at the end of the day we are captains of the ship so we direct and and solely based on what we do affects the athletes on our boat right so what i like to tell coaches and and trainers is this is that we had our chance and may we have you know optimized it to the end but we have to be responsible we have like just like a nurse or a doctor, we we're, we're literally in charge of this child's because mm. they're minor future. So we have to cherish and nurture that and understand like it's not about us. We had our time. This ta- time right now is to f- for them to flourish. And literally, their failures are because of us and their successes. Conversely, we can get some credit on it. But we a lot of times people coaches want their success over the team and the players. We have to change that and understand that if you lose the game, but all your players go to a good college or go to college, you actually won the journey. Mm. And so sometimes we have to balance pride and ego with actually the, the prime directive, which is the kids having a great future in life. So if we step back and realize, why are we doing this? Then like, oh, wait, well, you know, I want to be a coach. I want to inspire people. I want them to succeed. Okay, well, then let's not let our ego suppress the future of these kids because that's just so tragic when you see a kid who had so much promise and they don't get ahead and you realize the coach just didn't make the calls for them didn't put them in a position to be discovered mm-hmm. it's tough so we have to really i say to coach like step back really think about this is a human being and like i tell people when i meet you at 15 or 17 i know you'll be at it 30 most of the time so we, let's put them on a path to success i love that. that's our job so hopefully that they can hear it and see like like you said it's you know you crossroads i used to see you there remember i played yeah, the yeah, alumni yeah. league there that's right yeah it's it's all about the kids and we just have to circle back like yeah i'm the coach i'm the captain of the shit but shit but reality it's about the kids you know and right. we have to just always let that thought resonate in our mind i love that i couldn't yeah. agree more um can you talk real quick about burnout it happens mm-hmm. to all of us, coaches, trainers, athletes, parents, maybe. Uh, do you have any tools or tips t- on, on how to battle or, or mm-hmm. prevent burnout? Definitely. So burnout is a real thing because high school sports is so competitive. You're talking about $250,000 scholarships, right? So we don't take weekends off. We travel every weekend. We're here. We're there. Never stops. We have strength coach. We have skills coach, then games. The way to prevent burnout is a balance. So it could be a hobby, like I like to watch these movies, I like to watch this TV show, I like to play this other sport or skateboard or something 
that is doing something that in no way is going to help this goal. So mm-hmm. totally, you have to differentiate. Like me going on, on a jog or riding my skateboard, let's say, has nothing to do with this. We have to set aside a minimum amount of time every week for things that are in no way related to our dream. Because if not, then we become robots. Because it's very demanding all that it takes to be a high school athlete to get to college. So choose a hobby or an escape. Could be TV, could be a movie series, could be a skateboarding, something that has no relationship. It could be reading a short book or a book, something to just get far, far, far away from which consumes our life. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, then you never feel the burnout. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. Uh, let's let's build on that. Let's talk about stress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when kids come to West Coast Beach, you know, I uh, I always ask, oh, hey, how's it going? How are you? How's life? You know, how's school? Man, so often I hear I'm stressed. I hear it so often. Oh, it's stressful. Stressful. Oh, my parents stress me out. Oh, the stress. I, I always yeah. tell them just like, man, I want you to let all that go here. Like mm-hmm. this, this is an un, like non-stressful environment, you know? Yes, there's, mm-hmm. it's going to be difficult at times and we're going to yeah. push you at times, but you know, like, could you just talk about the, the management of stress for the yeah. youth athlete? And this could be for parents mm-hmm. too, or, or coaches as well. <clears throat> Absolutely. So I, I, don't, I try and think back to when I was 15 to 17, the concept of stress, I didn't, I think it's a construct, right? Mm-hmm of of this competitive society that we live in but all my student athletes like you just said they they're they were stressed before now with zoom they're like triple stress because they right. say it's exactly. harder to learn exactly. which it is i can't i can't learn on zoom so i'm gonna be honest so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so thankfully i'm done so it's like we have to 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 fight and battle this stress which is like a cancer because it consumes us it literally i see kids like losing their hair at 15 like it's, it's so intrusive right so to, to balance the stress, we have to step back and look at the big picture. <clears throat> so I say to kids, what are, what are your goals in life? What do you, what do you want to do? Hang out with my friends, help my family, play sports. I said, okay, wh- well, where's this stress coming from? Oh, I'm worried about the grades. I'm like, if you do the simple things every day, go to class, do like 20 minutes of homework, do like allocate a little bit of time where you just do the homework then you go have the fun like if you just learn how to allocate time there is no need for stress like it's not that like not to be a jerk but i tell the kids like i went to i went to the best business school in the world it's not that freaking hard like you know i was at warden at 17. it's not that hard anything it's a mindset so when i tell them hey look dude put down your cell phone give me like 30 minutes of homework then go have some fun outside call your friends facetime whatever if you just do that that rather than letting it consume you like just break it into periods i don't think about school or money when i'm at the gym you know or or this or that i'm immersed in it so if you just go present if you're present and you allocate times then you avoid this whole concept of stress but kids it's consuming them so let's parents help your kids delineate and make schedule like this is the school time this is the little homework time then this is the fun time and mm-hmm. don't let one bleed into the other okay right right man that's well said I, I really appreciate that. Um, let's talk a little bit about how to manage emotions, right? Again, this could be for for kids, for co- it could be for trainers even, or athletes, but the emotional aspect to this whole journey that we're talking about, mm-hmm. it, it's real, right? And mm-hmm. especially for men, like we're taught to like suppress our emotions, like, you know, like um, I, I feel like that's changing these days a little bit, but it's mm-hmm. still, you know, like, Hey, just, you know, 
just play, yeah. just do your job. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know right. if that's all that, <laughs> real, right. Like, I don't know if that's all that realistic though. And that's why I'm asking mm-hmm. like, like, you know, we all go through things, whether they're personal things or things in the news or, you know, like this was just 2020 was such a strange, yeah. wild journey. Yeah. Right. And, and a lot of, a lot of us, myself included, got very emotional, right. Because mm-hmm. that's not the world that we want to see. That's not the world no. that we, that we are creating together. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So just, I know it's kind of a weird little segue yeah, into no. this, but like, just talk a little bit about the emotional management aspect of this whole picture. Yeah. Yeah. Emotions are real. Like I've had players break down and I've had to pull them to the side or into the locker room to address the issues. One thing I said, so, so let me, let me tie this into this. Yeah, yeah. So I'm transitioning. My goal is to transition to a college or, or a pro coach, you know, mm-hmm. in the next year or two, because I feel like I've done so much for the youth. Now I want to go to the, to uh, which I work with top college pro athletes, but I want to go there full time. Sure. But so somebody says to me, they says, wouldn't it be harder like uh, to train college or pro athletes. And I laughed, I said, I do that currently. With kids, there's so much more emotions because they're still developing the brain. They're in a, in a judging environment. Right, so right. so a, hard, a big part of me as a coach, why I've had so much success is working with them emotionally, getting them to express what's going on, dude. I'm not gonna judge you. The dating aspect the insecurity aspect, the financial aspect. There's so many things that are rattling in their brains that with college and pro that doesn't exist. It's so much easier. It's like, are they in shape? Can they perform? So I I, I open it up. I have an open dialogue with them. Judgment-free zone where we really express what's going on. Uh, Step parents, uh, adopted, you know, like there's so many factors. Uh, What race are you? How do you identify? So we have these conversations. So once you get emotionally express it, you purge yourself of the pain. And so they don't have a place to express it per se. So I'll let them share with me. And That's I say, cool. well, what, which, yeah. what comes to me ends with me. So I'm never yeah. going to repeat it. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that's what allows them to then perform because once we get it off our chest, then they can focus rather than like their mind zinging all over the place. And that's what, you're responsible for the kids mental physical emotional well-being i call mm-hmm. it a trifecta right mm-hmm. so mostly the emotional is hard and and that's in the college i'll miss it in a way in pros when i'm working with them i'll miss helping the emotional but at that point it's literally just so much more business mm-hmm. but with kids we gotta really what's up like i've had to stop practice yo what, stop what's up right right, right. talk to me no come in what, what, and then they express them like oh okay because i can tell they're not performing they're not there right Right. Get it off your chest. We'll hold back and then we'll re- recommence the process. You know, I love that. Like hold space, right? Yeah. Hold space for them, you know, yes. and, and and make sure that they feel supported. I love that, man. Um, you know, we're kind of wrapping up, getting to the mm-hmm. end here. But I wanted to I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second, mm-hmm. my bro. Yes, All right? please do. Because um, and here's here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I every guest that comes on my podcast, I try to come up with a word or a phrase that mm-hmm. best describes them. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you tell me what you think your word or phrase is about you after I tell you mine. So I was okay. thinking, I came up with two words for you, and I was mm-hmm. thinking of, uh, when I was thinking of you, I came up with vision visionary motivator. Ah, I love it. That's does that, does that resonate? Yes, that 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 totally. That's that's the vibe that I um want to exude and 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 who i am 
Cool. I would I would piggyback off that and I'd say fearless mm. and execution. Mm. So I was fearlessly I, I I went and lived around the world and I and I encourage all my athletes to do the same. And then execution, I'm like, we have to win. And winning is a subjective, but we have to. So I like to execute. We always we, we write down our goals and we have to hit them. So those, but I, I really appreciate what you said about me because that's what I hope people see about me, you know? Yeah, well, that, that's what I feel from you. Every time I see you at the beach and I'm just like, yes. oh man, like, and then, okay. So another little on the spot, little mm-hmm. practice here that I want to, I want to throw at you. Do you know what a, do you know what a rampage is? Uh, no. I mean, like, you know, what a, like we all know what rampage yeah. is like, yeah. like, uh-huh. okay. So what I mean by a rampage and I've actually never done this with the guest. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is a first, okay. All right, I'm ready. I would like you right now to go on a rampage of motivation. Okay. Because okay. you're a trainer, you're a visionary uh, motivator, just like like we just said. But mm-hmm. just just take the reins for a second. You could go mm-hmm. short, you go long. Just just motivate. Just okay. just 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 rampage motivate. Go. Okay. Let's get it. This is what I always say. Let's get it. No matter what your goals are, we're gonna win as a team. There's gonna be no excuses. There's gonna be no breaks. I want you in front of that athlete. They're not getting by you. We're going to get it. We're going to get it all. We're going to be playing that state championship. You're going to succeed. I want all y'all going D1. This is D1. Nobody gets left behind. We're all going to win. And guess what? Next from there, we're going to overseas and play pro. Starts right here with every single one of us. Look around at everybody. Hold them accountable. I can't be on the court. I'm there with you mostly, but you're going to get it. Let's get it. Damn. That was tight. Okay, now, all right. I just want more of that. Do it Uh again for someone who doesn't want to go exercise. Do, okay. it, do, do it again for someone who who is negative. Do it again for someone who's got pain, pain uh, in their life, mm-hmm. physical, mental, emotional. Mm-hmm. Go. I know what it's like. We have all been there. Trust me. It looks pretty here, but we've all had that suffering, pain, anxiety. Here's what you're going to do. We're going to charge, take charge of our lives and our destinies. You're going to smile right now. Give me a smile. Give me a smile. Give me a smile. We're going to smile and guess what we do? We're going outside and exercise. Those endorphins are going to flow. I'm going to run with you. I run fast, so I'll run backwards, but I'm going with you. We're going to start moving. And guess what? Every single day, I don't care, 10, 20 minutes, you're going to give me that. You're going to wake up. You're going to give me that smile. I'm going to see those good teeth. And then we're going to work out for 10 or 20 minutes. I'm going to hold you accountable. I want a picture of that. Your smile. I want to picture you working out for the days I'm not with you, and we're gonna all succeed. It all starts here. Take charge of your life. Nobody can save us. The government ain't here to save us. Parents are here to save us. You're here to save yourself. Yes, bro. Just motivated me, man. Like I, I appreciate straight it. up, man. Oh, straight up, dude. Like, and that's what it's about, right? Like, it's motivating mm-hmm. each other, right? It's motivating yes. each other to like just just get up and get after get after it. And I like when you were doing that, I was just thinking of the feeling, right? The feeling that we all get like after a hard workout or or mm-hmm. after a state championship or 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 that that feeling after. Sometimes that really motivates me. If I don't want to work out, I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I I want to feel that feeling again. Like it's like it's it's almost like it's almost an addictive feeling after yes. you do it over and over. You're like, you know what I mean? And it, it, it never ends. And that's the thing is once you start the process, the only hard part is starting. Cause you and I train the same now as we did 10 years ago, because this is our life. So we just have to get that perpetual motion, that body moving, that mind moving. Right. And then it just, it's, it just snowballs. And yeah. so our job as motivators and coaches is to give them that initial inertia, break that, 
break them into it. And then it just gets bigger. And then we just tell them kind of how to do it. Right. But that's what I see you doing. Everybody at your camp at West Coast, always smiling, always positive, very diverse, very good vibes. And that is right there, the motivation they need. Then you could teach them how to serve or set or whatever Mm -hmm. the drill may be. But by them feeling comfortable and excited, you've already won. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You know? And and just my my last kind of final thought is like, you know, everyone needs that motivation. Whether even if you're LeBron or mm-hmm. or Messi or mm-hmm. you know Serena Williams, Roger, uh, uh, Brady, you yeah. know, uh, Mahomes, like all these these people, we all, they all need motivation and they need mm-hmm. uh, guidance, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I, there's value in all of in 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 motivating in uh, learning, increasing your learning, you know, and staying consistent with what you're mm-hmm. doing. That's a big one yeah. is consistency, right? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, there's so much value in, in what you're bringing to the world, bro. Like I really appreciate that. I'm very proud of the way that you've just kind of like, like you said, pivoted and, and now you're, you know, you're using your, your visionary skill and you're mm-hmm. translating it, translating that into actual practical things that people can use i love that that's awesome thank you congrats for for doing that and stepping up right because it's so easy to just chill and wait for someone else to to come along right Mm -hmm. right but it's it's completely different when you step up and you take a risk and you say you know what this is what i'm called to do i'm going for it that's it and i appreciate this this forum because you're literally opening the door for us to share our stories and everybody's going to be inspired by somebody different mm-hmm. or some some different phrase. So, I, I mean, I appreciate what y'all do on the beach. Appreciate what you're doing here. And in reality, our job, we're, we're the bastion of hope. Mm. Us as coaches and motivators, we're forming a society for kids to succeed. Right. And, they, and, and our micro work will become macro. And this this right here, this is it. You know, we're, we're providing the opportunities for them to flourish, too. Yeah, Us man. And them. We all straight work. up, straight up, man. And like, like I, I, I like to think of myself as a beacon of light, mm-hmm. and I, and I feel like you are the exact same kind of feel, right? You yes. want that feel. You want, you want to go into the world, and you want to be able to like, like inspire and motivate, mm-hmm. like you just did. You yes. know, like, like a, on a constant. Like even mm-hmm. even when you're not doing that rampage, you still want to exude that energy, right? Right. Twenty twenty four seven and. I, I just I just think that the contagious positivity is something that we have to harp on and we have to share no matter where we go, we have to bring that with us. It's a tangible energy and just share, pass it on to somebody because we don't know somebody's plight. We don't know what they're going through, but just our happiness will infuse them with what they maybe need to get to the next day. So we got to we just got to keep pushing. Bro, bro, this was fire, man. I appreciate it. I'm so happy Man, to be here with you. Dude, this was great. And uh, we should absolutely do a, a, a part two one day. I can't wait. So, and, and, and because so many great things are going to happen between now and then. Let's yeah. keep inspiring and growing. And uh, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, cool, man. Well, before we sign off, man, just just one more time, tell everyone about how they can connect with you and, and where they can find more information about what you're doing. Absolutely. So uh, you can go to the website, Cortepasso.com or Instagram at Cortepasso, or you can go to D1ProTraining.com. That's D1ProTraining.com. And uh, I'm always there to help, always there to inspire. Beautiful, man. I'll link all those below. Um, and uh, once again, Tadeo, bro, appreciate you. 
you brought it today. Thank you so Always. much. And uh, I'll see you at the beach, bro. Can't wait. Enjoy. Later. <laughs> All right, bro. Take care. This episode is brought to you by DAF Global. If you're looking to start a podcast or you have a podcast and you're looking for editing services, hit up my guys, Oliver and Garrett at DAF Global. They're awesome. They help me with this podcast and they take care of all kinds of different services like editing and audio enhancement. And they're great to work with. They're also offering a 10% discount to all within the game listeners. So hit my guys up at DAF Global on Instagram and also on their website, www.dafglobal.co.uk.